0: but like so like on an average day i probably have about 45 tabs open
1: 45 tabs what for just why don't you but you're not using them concurrently the point of having (laughs) multiple tabs open is to be able to easily switch back and forth between projects you think you're working on but if you have 45 of them you're not switching anything you're like a pack rat on a browser you're like a hoarder you're a tab hoarder just call me a whore (laughs) a hoarder you're a tab hoarder they need to come and clean out your tabs. Hi, and welcome. It's Going to Get Stupid, your favorite pop culture podcast. My name's Jose. I'm Richard. And we are your hosts for today. Gobble, gobble, gobble. It's not Thanksgiving. I don't know why I'm gobbling. It's I'm gobbling early. I mean- <laughs> Sorry. That was a premature <laughs> gobble, guys. My bad. We <clears throat> gobbled prematurely. That doesn't,
0: I, I, oh, oh. I. what, that's just a Ooh, word, it's just a where word, are we going? it's just
1: a, nowhere, it's just a word, you want to attach it to something weird, um, hey everybody, <laughs> uh, thank you for joining us today, uh, hope your Halloween wasn't too um, spooky weenie, spooky weenie? Aren't you glad you? T- aren't you glad you popped this? Aren't you glad you selected this podcast today and was like, it's it's you know it's downloaded because you're subscribing.
0: Your answer better be yes.
1: Um, and you've heard this already. You're like already. You know this is going to be a good yeah. episode in the first minute. You already know because I mentioned weenie and premature. Automatically, great episode.
0: Maybe we should tell them where they can complain to us. No, about this maybe
1: okay. Um, so we'll start off. You know what? We haven't done something in a while, and I'm it's a little housekeeping. Thing. Hey y'all, because I know we have some maybe some new listeners and, and people. Uh, if you like what you're hearing, if you like what you hear today, like what you heard last week, please leave us a five star rating on um, Apple iTunes. It really does help other people find the show Yeah, and helps people, you know, know. And then it helps give us feedback, like write something in there. Don't just give us a five star and be like, well, they told me to do this. Nah. Like put some stuff in there like, hey, I like this or hey, I don't like this. But even if you don't like something, still put five stars uh, and just let us know <laughs> and help guide us, whatever. But if you wanted to reach out to us, you could always hit us up on it's going to get stupid at gmail.com through or, the emails twitter at igtgs show you could join the conversation that is not happening on facebook <laughs> facebook.com slash is going to get stupid or grab that joint at it's going to get stupid is that what we're going with <laughs> that's, Graham that's good i like it or go to the page of webs
0: <laughs> spider you we promise not to hack you www <laughs> or, or steal w- your information
1: w- w- dot, uh, it's going to get stupid.com hey you could donate there yeah, throw us you some could. money, just because you could. We're Americans. Americans ask for money. That's right? right.
0: Or you could also leave us a voicemail. We will listen to them, and we might, may we might play them on the air. What happened to my voice? We may, pay, <laughs> if if we could talk,
1: we might. Two eight one
0: six nine eight seven five three eight. Leave us a voicemail.
1: <sighs> so, Rick, today um, we're going to talk about. Uh, Something that happened, something that happened. We're going to talk about a topic because I was watching, (laughs) I was watching a movie. (laughs) I was going to say something terrible. Anyway, I was watching a movie. I was, no, I I wasn't watching a movie. Add it to the list. I I was YouTubing, which is kind of like watching a movie sometimes. You spend about the same amount of time. And I watched the fight scene between Anakin Skywalker and Obi-Wan Kenobi. Yep. From uh, Star Wars Episode 3. Yep. Which is my favorite Star Wars fight scene? Hundred percent. It's it's just a great lightsaber scene. It's amazing. So I started thinking, what are some other really good fight scenes that I want to watch? Like I could, I don't even. It it didn't even have to be a good movie. Like I just really enjoyed the fight scene, and I want to watch that fight scene again. Yeah. So you hit a clip on YouTube. So what is another good fight scene, Rick?
0: Um, I'm trying to think. Good fight scene. Good fight scene. I just had one on top of my head. So I feel like there's two types of good fight scenes. There's a good fight scene, like, like episode three, where it's, it's a solid fight scene, or even I know we're going to talk about in the last Jedi in episode eight, the Praetorian guard fight scene, which isn't even a lightsaber battle. No, I mean, they have lightsabers, but not lightsaber on lightsaber. Right. Um, but one of the most memorable fight scenes that comes to my mind, um, is in this movie called eraser with arnold schwarzenegger and james khan and this is like peak arnold schwarzenegger like it's like he's in really good shape in this time like he hasn't become governor yet or anything like that so he's like he's you know he's staying real active right but the bad guy in this movie is james khan james khan who khan not, not that Con. at this point is older but can still for some reason go toe to toe with Arnold Schwarzenegger in this movie universe. And while it's not movie the great, magic folks, well, it's not the greatest fight scene, it's always stuck out in my head as in one of these more, more comical. And, uh, it, it takes place on a, on a floating, um, 18 wheeler, like a, like a shipping container. Like it's Ooh. being, it's being like dangled in the air and they're fighting on top of it. And it's, it's surprisingly fun to watch. I'll have to check that
1: out. I would find a clip on YouTube. Um, So I want to talk about one of my other favorite fight scenes, Um, not in a Star Wars movie. Uh, The Bride versus the Crazy Eighty-Eights in Kill Bill. That is a good one. That is an amazing fight scene. I mean, from start to finish, um, it's it's like the scope of it is just amazing. Have you ever watched in color?
0: yes because the international version is out. i want to say i did
1: they had to black and white the american version to keep it under nc 17 rating of all the blood. because of all the blood because all the blood i mean it's yeah just, but it, but it, it actually makes it even cooler i mean either one's good but it's cool to see yeah. in the black and white right um but she's just going up against so many people and it's just choreographed perfectly and then it has the fight with her in gogo yep is that that's after that's or is it before? that's no
0: that's so, after is it after okay it's after, after.
1: So I agree that that's part of it. I, the, actually, that whole and that whole sequence of her leading up to Oren Ishii mm-hmm. is amazing. Yeah. Right. All those fight scenes, um, they're just scored really well. The the music is perfect. Like Tarantino went out of his way um, to make that fight scene engaging for people. And there's, I mean, she wasn't just like it wasn't just slashing people. I mean, she was cutting different limbs, doing different moves, plucking eyeballs out. I mean, it was insane. Yeah. So I thought it was a great fight scene, one I could watch over and over again.
0: Yeah, I definitely agree. But the my problem with that with that fight scene, though, is it was so good, and it was it was such a good you know, especially for being a two part um, movie series. The fight that she has with, Arnie, oh, she no the very end, the very end of the second movie, um, Bill. Yeah, the fight that she has with Bill, yeah, is so lackluster. And I get that there's so much more emotion in that one, like it's more of a cathartic experience for mm. her, but it ends on such a, cause like anti-climactic,
1: right? Like you're it is, it's going to be it like a great fight because
0: at the end of the first movie, she goes to the fight with the crazy 88 and then she fights GoGo Right. And I mean, she is spent. and then
1: she, fights she, right. Yeah. She's like, spent after that, she,
0: and she is spent like she is done. Right. But then you get, you kind of build up to this, this encounter that they're going to have. And it takes place with both of them sitting down. In a chair, which was kind of cool, like the first time you see it. But like after you watch it multiple times, it's like, mm, OK, yeah, they're in chairs. <laughs> um, and then she does the the five death finger move, death move, death punch or whatever palm, it is. Palm fist. Yeah, flying fist. whatever. And then he walks off and dies. And I get like th- there's there's a cinematic appeal to that, right? Like yeah. th- there's there's that. But at the same time, it was just like, like, okay, I wanted more. Yeah, I wanted more.
1: Yeah, but it was good. I mean, yeah. the, whole, the series, it was, yeah. it, the second one movie was a totally different, but that first, I mean, even the fight with Vernita green was kind of, was kind of cool too.
0: Yeah. Um, I'm looking at a list. Uh, so there's the, in the born ultimatum, the bathroom fight, mm-hmm. like that's a really good one where they're, they're like, I think that's he's the jump, one he's jumping from building. Yeah, to, they're yeah. they're running through the buildings and that, that's a really, that's a really good chase scene and a really good, uh really good fight. Well, the fight scenes in, in the born series
1: for the most part, are very well choreographed, but without looking like they're too choreographed, you know? Right. So, an uh, example of bad choreographed fight scene would be Daredevil. The, Terrible. I mean, not, the that ben it's, Affleck yeah, not that it's bad, like it's just crummy, but it's like so stilted, right? So, I mean, so wooden. It's a wooden fight scene. Yeah. Um, when you look at how what they did in Born Ultimatum, he's reacting to things. It's not like he is anticipating like uh consciously right he's subconsciously um reacting to what's going on and making moves based upon that which i think is very cool right um that's why i, I mean i love the born series and what what's his name what's his name, what's his name? matt damon did. Matt damon
0: yeah which is definitely surprising like uh, you know we've talked about the born series before and and uh, seeing matt damon as a super spy like never thought that would be the case yeah whatsoever uh, I'm looking through this list, looking through this list. Um, one that came up super early in this list is Bloodsport. And I got to say that is I've never seen Bloodsport. You've sport. never seen no, Bloodsport? Blood so the words Kumite don't mean anything no. to you? I've
1: tried to watch it a couple of times. But I just haven't. I'm sorry. I know. It's terrible. I'm terrible. I'm I don't even, even like, know if I can finish I'm, this episode I'm not even anymore. a man. Like, I'm, I feel like you should just
0: castrate me. <laughs> Done. So ho- hold on. Hold on. I'm gonna. We're gonna. We're gonna get. Derailed. Get a, we're gonna get a little behind the scenes here. So before we record these episodes, we we try to come up with the show title yeah. based off what we're going to talk about. And I picked. And you picked. Jon Claude Van Damme. That's such a good fight. Like the whole title is Jon Claude Van Damme. That's such a good fight scene. Well, you know why I picked that title? Why? You don't. Know, I'm gonna. I'm,
1: that's gonna sound stupid. Why? Now I feel dumb. <laughs> Street Fighter. <fire. laughs>
0: <laughs> what is it i'm gonna kick him bison so hard so hard <laughs> the next the next In bison is gonna feel it <laughs> crystalia does a great impersonation of Jean Claude van Dale oh, yeah. in that scene it's quite hilarious um but blood sport okay if anything you have to watch Bloodsport. like we should stop right now we so that you Bloodsport, can watch blood sport watch it right now right now because it has one of the best ending fight scenes. Jean-Claude, gets, Jean-Claude Van Damme gets uh, chalk blown in his eye halfway through the fight and he has to fight blind and he's looking around and he does this number for like a good two minutes where he's like shaking his hands trying to figure out where he's at and just looking around and he's trying to act like he has dust in his eye. It's both hilarious and great at the same time
1: and it's that really swole uh, asian dude right yeah. that's fighting him yeah i think i've seen that scene before but actually. it has
0: no like no context. you're missing all the context it's a movie about fighting who cares yeah. anyway what's but what's great about this movie is this movie is based off of of it's based off of a guy that um really did this right like is it true that said he really did this come to find out this whole like Kumite blood sport thing never actually happened, Ooh. but he wrote a book about his, his journey through, through, through this whole thing. And they made the movie off of it before they realized he was a fraud. He was a, he was a fraud and he started up his own dojos and everything. Are you yes. So he was like yes. Rex Kondo. Basically. I want to say he, he, he's based out of Seattle. Sounds about right. Yeah. Good job, Seattle. Yeah. Good at coffee.
1: Bad at lying. <laughs> <laughs> or good at lying, however you yeah, look at it. So
0: basically the the whole movie, based Is, off of a loosely true story. But it's like a national treasure, right? Right. Like everybody loves it. Right. No one sport. no one's gonna care. But yeah, doesn't actually happen. Never happened. There's no there's no evidence that ever John said. John Claude you know. Van Am looks so young here. He does. Um another cool
1: I mean, just fight there's fight scenes. Uh Scott Pilgrim versus the Yes. Hulk. So that so in each fight scene is good for a different reason. Yeah. And but I, I like the way that they're done. And it's funny. Like the first time I see Scott fight anybody, I was like, what is going on yeah. here? And it's it's funny because his sister in the movie when he's fighting the pilgrim guy and the first guy what's I don't know what his name is. Um when he starts singing she's like what because i was like what is going on in yeah. this movie um, but when i saw him fight i was like okay he's like a fighter oh that's interesting but i'd already, I'd already read the, the comic the, the comic but so i knew most of the stuff was happening but i could see how the audience would see that but he's just it's that fight scene is funny and then there's a dancing you know there's yeah a, a singing component then he fights lucas lee yeah he's fighting all the stunt doubles young chris evans and, and, it's, and it's hilarious yeah uh, and then he fights um Brandon Ralph yep as a, the, the the base player I can't remember. Yeah, base player And they have a base fight. Yeah. That was great. So each fight is just it's it's self-contained and hilarious. Yep. The only one I really don't like is the Katanaga twins. It's yeah, kind of boring. That, well that one it, it just didn't what was it, it was a battle between them it was just kind of
0: eh, it was kind of flat. shoved in there. Yeah, it was kind of yeah.
1: flat because there, there was no actual fighting like if they had fought and then did that thing yeah. then maybe kind of thing but they already kind of did that with with the with the bass player guy, yeah. Um, the fight with Roxy Richter, yes, was great. Yeah, when she's when uh, Ramona is punching for him and using yeah. him to punch. That was oh, that was so good. So those are really cool fight scenes. I love those fight and scenes. And of course the Gideon the Gideon fight, Gideon fight scene. scene what they do it twice. Yeah. And um, and just the dialogue they throw in there. And uh, and then <laughs> knives comes a chow down. Anyway, <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was funny, but it was also really good fighting. Yeah. That I thought was well choreographed. Yeah. Well, well done.
0: Um, I think 300 deserves honorable oh, mention. Yeah, in this man. list for, it
1: needs to be on the list. Yeah, good fighting. Yeah, um, and that line I love that line where he goes, um, you know, arrows will blot out the sun. Yeah, and he's like, well, then we'll fight in the shade. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and I mean that you know because Zack Snyder did that, um, and that was the first Zack Snyder slow mo that I saw.
0: Yeah, but yeah,
1: but it worked for that movie.
0: Yeah, you know why? We're, you know why this movie wasn't a hot piece of garbage? Because he stuck, he stuck to the material that 100%. it was based on.
1: So, uh, we've talked about Zach Snyder, Zach, Zach Snyder, before. <laughs> did you suddenly turned German <laughs> I did it a little bit. <laughs> when I think about Zach, I always <laughs> want to turn German. Uh, <laughs> so he also did Watchmen, yeah, which was on some of these lists, and I'm like, I mean, it had okay, but it wasn't. I wouldn't say it had good fight scenes. Um, but again, he he had the source material. When when he made and Man of Steel also crummy fight scenes, They're not too great. Yeah. Right? I mean, yeah. but Sucker Punch, yeah, terrible movie. Terrible. Really cool sequences. Yeah, like, great, really, oh, great fight scenes. Really. Oh man, fight scenes. That movie is a hot piece of garbage. Yeah. But I would say watch it just because of some of these fights. Like, you don't even need the context.
0: It's just cool. Just skip through it. Just skip and watch the fight scenes. Like, don't just do like a regular fast forward. Just do like the three times fast forward. (laughs) where it goes real fast, <laughs> and then but just be paying attention <laughs> to the so fight. that you can watch the fight scenes can, or just search for the fight scenes on YouTube. Yeah, just to watch
1: the clips and you don't even don't because you'd have to purchase the movie or like... We'll try to put involved, it in the show notes. Be involved in the movie. I bet they have a YouTube with just all the fight yeah. scenes. Is that one fight scene where she's fighting at Mech in the beginning? Yeah. That's awesome, man. Yeah. And so I was like, I really wanted this movie to be good yeah. because the fight scenes are so cool, but that movie is terrible. 100%. Um, I would rather watch... Jurassic World 2 than ever watch Sucker Punch and I'd rather just watch Jurassic World 2 I would rather watch the Raptor from Jurassic World, th- Jurassic Park 3 say Alan a
0: million times than ever <laughs>
1: What, sucker punch again. You know,
0: Alan, sucker punch should have ended up on our um, worst movies list, worst movies episode. I for,
1: I kind of wanted to forget that movie ever existed until just now. Unfortunately, you know, there's some movies you just yeah. really don't ever want to think about ever again. That's one of them. Yeah, because it's not even. I. You know what? I wouldn't even consider it a
0: movie. How about that? <laughs> it's, but it's but a if, fi- it's a Zack Snyder fight, fight clip anthology. Fight clip reel. Um. Captain America,
1: Winter Soldier, Elevator Fight Scene. 100%. Awesome. Yeah. Amazing fight 100%. scene. 100%. One of the – I'm trying, so I'm trying to go through the Marvel movies real quick and think about the fight scenes. Okay. Infinity War notwithstanding because that had amazing fight sequences. Yeah. Um, I want to say that in Civil War, man. Yeah. I was going to put Elevator Fight Scene on top, but I can't.
0: Civil War. The, those are both really good. As someone who recently just rewatched the first Iron Man movie, um, the fight between Iron Man and Ironmonger is definitely up there. Yeah. Because, I mean, think about it. Like, we hadn't seen anything to that caliber no. yet at that point, right? And it, it's, it's very well choreographed. The dialogue in it is solid. I mean, a lot of the reasons why we like um, the fight scene from episode three is kind of the same reason why, why I think the Iron Man-Ironmonger fight should definitely be up there. Because the emotion... The emotion behind it.
1: I think it's a big important part of like fight scenes, right? Because, I mean, the reason I like – let's go back to Scott Pilgrim for a second. The reason that those meant so much is because you know he's doing this because he's trying to get a girl. So you're invested into the character, you know, and so you you root for him. So when you have a fight scene where you're not rooting for the character – it falls very flat and you don't care about it and so you don't even pay attention yeah. which is why I think that Gladiator had really good fight scenes mm-hmm. because you care about that character 100% and then you see him fighting and you're kind of like you're um, and you know I don't know what the word is but you, you feel like you are that character Yeah. and you're doing that and you, he's, he's fighting and it, it looks amazing which I think
0: it would be terrible for us to completely blow over the first four Rocky movies dude as far as fight scenes go
1: Rocky movies are the bomb
0: yeah even Especially Rocky Balboa,
1: all the every all of, the, all of them are Foxy great. Film all of them are great. Yeah.
0: Um, but it, it definitely um, Rocky Four when he's when he's fighting. Um, I uh, break you. Yeah, when he's fighting Drago. If he dies, he dies. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's such a good fight, and in every single one of those movies, ends with, um, you know, Rocky just being at the very end of of his rope, and not having anything left. And either persevering and making it to the end, maybe not always winning, which Holly hates. My wife hates these movies, like especially the first, the ones where he just flat out doesn't win. Yeah, which like is Rocky
1: and <laughs> Rocky Balboa. Yeah.
0: And Rocky Four, like does he technically... I don't even remember. I don't remember. Um, but the fact that he just like pushes through... And they're so brutal and they're so like, I mean, they're, they're really slugfest, but because you've built up so much emotion in, into these characters and, you know, you care about what they're trying to do and especially like all the, um, in Rocky four, when he's trying to kind of like rebuild, right? Like you put a lot into it and you see this person just like use everything they have in order to get to the fight. I think those are some of the best fight scenes period. I think it would be terrible people if we didn't mention this.
1: Uh, also, if we don't ever mention Enter the Dragon. Yeah. That last fight scene yeah. was amazing. Yeah. I mean, Bruce Lee was awesome. I mean, all his fight scenes were really cool, but that last one was with the mirrors and everything, just yeah. the way it was done. It wasn't... Because see, a good fight scene doesn't necessarily have to have a lot of action. It just has to have a lot of tension. Yes. Right? So that's why these are good fight. I mean, for me anyway, I, I really pick on a... I mean, some of them are like action. Like, you know, you talk about Civil War. I mean, there's tension there, but... I would say that the fight between Tony and Cap, yeah, was way better than even the big fight. The big fight was a spectacle, the, and it was the big cool. brawl was something yeah. that we all wanted to it's see, like something exciting and awesome. But right. seeing Tony and Cap go at it was very emotional and powerful, especially
0: after Baron Zemo shows him the the footage of of Bucky killing his, killing parents. his parents, yeah, and then he just like Tony just immediately goes. You can see he's just yeah. like, he almost he goes checked like, out.
1: yeah, he like checked out and goes, I'm just going to take you out. Yeah. And so, but, but just when they get to that point where they're in that background and it's just them slugging it out, Yeah, I was like, man, this is a good tense fight scene. Yeah. That's what I really like. Those are really good scenes. Um, But that's why the Enter the dragon was so good is because he's in the mirrors. He doesn't know where the guy's at and he's yeah. looking around. And it's just tense and he's getting slashed and everything. He's got blood dripping down. Uh, I was just so good.
0: Yeah. I agree. Uh,
1: what else do we have while well, they're
0: trying to get other fight scenes? You bringing up Enter the Dragon made me think of the the final fight in The Crow. Because obviously Brandon Lee uh, being Bruce Lee's son. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's it's a solid fight you scene. You mean the one where he's on the roof? Yeah. I, I mean, as far as that movie, I think the boardroom scenes. The boardroom scene is definitely more cinematic. Yeah. It definitely but... has, the, you know, there's a lot more going on with it um there's a probably a better story in in that in that in that scene by itself but i like the cathartic experience that you get at the end when he's he's he grabs when the big boss grabs the uh the church steeple and um starts using it as a sword or no brandon lee grabs the the church steeple and uses it as a sword and when he's grabbing it uh, the lightning hits it and everything and it, it electrocutes him i thought that was it, it's always stuck out to me um, any of the John wick scenes, here's my problem with the John wick. <laughs> I know you don't So <laughs> No, no, no. <laughs> like the John wick movies are enjoyable. They're, they're enjoyable because they're an exaggeration of a lot of things, right? Um, the idea that Keanu Reeves actually did a lot of the practicing, um, to make it look more authentic, mm-hmm. uh, when he's doing the three gun type um, shooting cause you know, do you know what three gun is? No. So three, three gun, what are you talking so about? So three gun is, is a, a, and I could be getting this wrong. If you know anything about shooting sports, feel free to bash me in email or in off on the phone. Um, but basically, so it, it, they have these three gun competitions where you kind of go through a course and you start off with shotgun, guns. Gun, rifle, shotgun, okay. pistol, right? I think it's in that order. I could be, again, I could be completely wrong. Um, and so that was the kind of mentality that they did with the John Wick fighting experience. He always had a rifle. He always had a pistol and he always had shotguns so he on was him. Like, he was kind of doing this three gun so way. kind of like a uh, PUBG. A little bit. Yes, exactly. <laughs> um, and so kudos to Keanu Reeves for actually learning how to shoot and, and make everything look authentic. But my problem was that it actually made it look too authentic because to your point, which I forget which movie you said where the fighting look a little too wooden, uh, there do John wick looks like, I mean, how old is Keanu Reeves too now? Stiff. And he's, he's like in his fifties, right. Or he's at least 50. I mean, I know he made a deal with, you know, the devil or like some vampire God and has re- retained his looks for, you know, forever. Um, but he looks too stiff when he's doing these moves. So while I appreciate the authenticity for an action movie of this caliber, it like the, these movies move really fast. Right. And then for some reason, for me, it looked like they slowed down a bit because we had to get Keanu Reeves actually doing these moves. I see what you're saying. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I, I I can see if it was a little stilted in a, but I still they're still cool, but they're, I, definitely I get what you're fun. But they're also not very emotional. Like I don't have maybe if the first one, maybe a little bit. Yeah. But remember watching the second one, I was just like, cool. He's shooting people. I mean, yeah, I mean, it was that's, entertainment. That's was really all that it is entertainment
0: like entertainment. Like I got the I got his his motivation behind the first one. Right. His wife just died and then they they kill the dog. That is a gift from his dead wife. It pushed him over the edge.
1: Messed
0: up. Pushed him over the edge. Second movie, you're just shooting stuff to shoot stuff.
1: I agree. You know what else I think, too, about fight scenes? Because I was just, you know, I'm looking around on here. But a lot of times uh, there's fight scenes where it's like there's a lot of cuts, jump cuts and edits and stuff. And it kind of make it look stylized. Which can be okay, depending on the fight scene, right? That's why I don't like any of the Transformers. I can <laughs> never put them on the list because I don't understand what's going on in their fight scene. Yeah. And they make no sense. And they're jumping it's also around Michael so much Bay. CG. Yes. Um, but when they have like a fight scene that is like one one take, you know, and they just they kind of just show it. So I, I can't think of a movie right now that has it, but what I can think of is the Daredevil hallway scene. Like that is an amazing fight sequence yeah. because it is one take that just goes down the hallway.
0: Yeah. Um, and, and and it leaves you wondering because especially during those hallway scenes, you don't see what happens in the, in the side rooms. Yeah. Every now and you then hear, like, you hear some sounds and, and then you see somebody get thrown out, you see him walk out or like, you know, trying to like regain his composure while he's like, you know, um, stuck to a wall or whatever. And so there's, it leaves a lot lot to um there at least some mystery to it right so you're seeing it the the way the camera is moving through the hallway gives you some action into it but it it doesn't show you everything so that was super unique
1: dang i just had a I had a movie in my head that i was going to talk about oh yeah okay upgrade yeah i never saw that so um that is another cool because so i talked to a lot of people about venom and how it was similar to upgrade ish because he's not in control and the guy also looks like tom hardy um, he's not in control of what's going on he's kind of like bewildered but those fight scenes and upgrade were amazing i've never seen them before and so i don't know if they were necessarily like the greatest fight scenes but they were very entertaining and engaging because when you look at the actor's face he looks as if he has no idea what is going on yeah like he's totally not in control he's just as shocked as you are about what's happening. And the way he sells it is just... I mean, the technical aspect of that and the mental fortitude to, to realize my face has to look different than what I'm doing yeah. is crazy to me. Yeah. Um, and then it just... It was the cool fight sequences. And it's, it's just very stiff, but because it's computer-controlled. Yeah. Like, calculated, you know? And it's, it's so interesting like i really want to watch that movie again because like the way he just uses what's around organic stuff to block things and to do things and he makes decisions that wouldn't make sense to a human mind but it would make sense to a computer brain it's like this is the most efficient way to do this i'm gonna do it this way um so I, I really enjoyed that And i thought they were very unique fight sequences that should be considered like
0: pretty awesome all right so to bring this back full circle before we move on i guess this could be kind of a mini versus um, episode three, lava, lava fight scene versus Empire Strikes Back, Vader, Scott, Luke duel versus Praetorian Guard fight scene in Last Jedi
1: versus episode one, Qui-Gon Jinn and Obi-Wan versus Darth Maul.
0: Because
1: so that's an awesome fight
0: scene. It is an awesome fight scene. It's, I
1: think it's, I think it's amazingly done and tense right especially after Qui-Con dies like yeah <laughs> it's just, it, but it's very tense like what well, they're yeah. waiting for their shields to go down stuff like yeah. that and he's meditating it was just very well done yeah um and you look at episode uh empire yeah so the fight on the uh the fight in bespin yep um i don't know because that i oh because that one starts in the chamber where he's uh
0: where they just that's did the, a good the, fight, man. when they put uh, a, Carbon that's such a good fight. It
1: is a good fight. It is a really good fight. And it's packed with a lot of tension to yeah. like, and it's hard because those are the older movie. Like, you know, especially that one. It's like one of the older ones. Yeah. Um, and while the Praetorian Guard thing is I love that sequence. It's so cool looking. Yeah. I don't think it has much tension for me because I knew they were going to win Yeah. it didn't really Yeah. wasn't like they were I would
0: say the beginning of that fight took me for surprise. I didn't expect Snoke to get axed yeah. right then. I think I and I think that's what leads to the tension of that fight. Yes. Like like the big you're like
1: oh they're going to fight now. Oh the adrenaline's kind of pumping. Right. And so it's really cool. Right. It's so, still a great fight sequence. Yeah. But I don't think, okay, so
0: between. I have my answer. I know my answer already.
1: For me, it's episode three. Yeah. I love that fight scene. I mean, yeah. all the other are so good, but I don't know, something about that movie and about Anakin's journey. Like, I wish the prequels had just been that movie, <laughs> number one. But to see, like, Ewan McGregor's Obi Wan yep. fighting his friend and, like, brother, like, an ally yeah. he's had. So, because you think about all the missions they've been on all the time they've spent together. And he really believed as Qui-Gon believed that he was going to be the chosen one that brings balance to the force and destroys the Sith. Right. Which is actually what, well, I don't know, maybe what he does because it hasn't happened yet. Uh, Well, I guess, no, the Sith are dead, right? I mean, like,
0: yeah, I mean, technically destroying the Sith happened. Yeah,
1: because Kylo Ren and Snoke aren't necessarily Sith. No, They just use the dark side of the force. Right.
0: Um, which a lot of people argue about, but whatever. Do they still consider him yeah. a Sith?
1: Look, y'all. Well, not, a lot not of people. Darth.
0: A lot of people still want to stick to the rule of the rule of two. For that was a for them. Well, but that, that was, the was a Sith ideology, right? Sith ideology. Right? Yeah, the Sith ideology. I, I
1: think. oh, we're going to get way into the weeds yeah. in this. No, never mind. Um, in <laughs> uh, and, and as far as like the tension between Luke and his dad fighting, Because right. by that point, you know, no, you don't know it's his dad. So it's just see, there's not that much tension because you're kind of concerned, like, oh, he's just a fight right. between good versus evil um if he would have known it because i would consider the fight that he has in the third movie in the third room yeah way more tense fair enough now it's his dad you yeah. know but it wasn't as cool looking as that empire strikes fight right um yeah so i got a third one
0: yeah i was gonna go episode three too i mean i just think there's so much built up to it i mean like you said if if you could take bits and pieces of each of the prequel movies and make them into one movie.
1: Nope, just just that one third movie. No, I'm saying like <laughs> you don't even need the other ones. I don't it's all stupid. It's all garbage. You know what my point is on this? It's all garbage. They just see that it's one movie. True. They don't even need to make it longer. Just that movie. Yeah. That should have been the prequel by itself. Yeah. <laughs> That's all they needed. And you know what? You know what they could have done? They could have made it three movies, they could have put that, and then they could have put uh Rogue put, One. Rogue One and then Han or Solo or Garbage, whatever it's called <laughs> nowadays.
0: <laughs> yeah that, that, that definitely could have been Al, it
1: although after rewatching watching that fight yesterday um them jumping on those little things and that floating i was like how are they controlling are they controlling with a force i think so that's weird because because there
0: was a aura around it yeah. but i don't know if
1: that was the fire no that's
0: the shields from okay that's the shields that protect them from the lava because those things are just metal, anyways, right? Yeah, and so, they so have shields. Yeah, the they way. have they have little little
1: protecting shields. So I guess they're controlling with the force. Okay, yeah. that makes more sense. Yeah, yeah. Kind of. Yeah, he's know.
0: steering it with with the force. That's weird. Anyway,
1: yeah. but it, and it ends it ends in a way that I didn't think. You know, you, you yeah. think that the bad guy is gonna not win, but you know, get away unscathed. I guess. And he. Just, well, it's like you, you knew that he was gonna end up being Vader somehow, but I didn't expect it to be brutal. it like, was brutal. No. And and for him to just like without hesitation obi-wan's like yeah i'm just
0: gonna cut you up i was like dang okay (laughs) yeah
1: it was good yeah
0: it's such a good fight scene and it's definitely it's definitely my favorite fight scene so far uh you know holding out for episode nine you know hopefully there's a really good fight scene in there but it it has so much emotion to it there's so much like we were talking before we started recording the dialogue in that scene is is so good and then the ending of it is is so brutal
1: I like the I like the fight scene in Force Awakens in the forest a lot. Like I really enjoyed that yeah. scene too. I mean, I guess it doesn't hold as much weight because you haven't been with these characters. Like, I guess that's the whole thing about the prequels. Like, even though they sucked, right? The first two, you've been with these characters the whole time. Between I don't like sand. I killed a bunch of jell- freaking sand walkers or whatever they're called. Um, <laughs> 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 Tuscan Raiders. Yes, I killed a bunch of Tuscan Raiders, even the little ones. I don't like sand. Um, you've been through that whiny phase to where, yeah. you know, you know they've gone on a bunch of missions, you see them together, and he's like really proud of his, you know, arrogant Padawan. Yeah, And uh and then to have him turn on him and just the just the despair and sadness that's in Obi Wan's voice, yeah. and then to fight him. It was so good. Anyway, yep. get chills, get chills. Uh but I think they've had some really cool fight scenes in the, the new the new sequels. They definitely have. But I think there's gonna be an amazing one in episode nine. I really hope so. I think so. There better be. Or, or, yeah, nine.
0: Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yes. Episode nine.
1: Okay. So that's all we got for fight scenes. Hey, we probably missed a bunch of fight scenes. There's so many really cool fight scenes. You guys are probably like, oh, why aren't they
0: talking about this?
1: You're probably like, they didn't talk enough about the Marvel fight scenes. What about that one between Hulkbuster and Iron Man? What about some old movie we've
0: never, ever heard (laughs) of? What about
1: the Seven Samurai? (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. Uh, it's not your podcast so (laughs) get your own podcast and talk about your movies
0: or Or, don't but just leave us a good or leave us
1: yeah leave us a message and say hey you forgot to talk about this one and so i have a twist cheese brain kind of like sam elliott and quantum his name's not sam elliott dang it what's his name (laughs) sam whatever and quantum leap
0: well it's your favorite tv show it is my favorite tv show you can't remember his name
1: it might actually be sam elliott now no it's not (laughs) okay anyway who cares let jose know what, yeah hey tell me what is uh, what is his name in uh leap sam whatever um you can let us know at www nope <laughs> it's going to get stupid at gmail.com tweet us at igtgs show book our faces on facebook.com slash it's going to get stupid drop some grams
0: at it's going to get stupid Click on our webpage at <laughs> www. or hit them ten digits at two eight one six nine eight seven five three eight. Give me your number, girl. Okay, so what's <laughs> Rick? What is the last movie that you watched? Uh, so there's been a few, but I'm gonna um... oh, let me get some candy. <laughs> I'm gonna talk about Wonder. Uh, so this is actually a movie that Jose hasn't seen imagine nope. that my whole my kids have seen it and my wife has seen yeah. it yeah so i didn't i didn't really i didn't really want to see this movie necessarily um it was surprisingly really good um if you're looking for a movie about a family you just want to cry the entire time this is a good movie to watch um it's did you cry rick i did like hardcore like holly looks at me at one point and we're like, it's like two in the afternoon and she looks at me at one point during the day. I was like, "I'm not crying. You're crying." And um, it's really sad. It's very emotional. So, uh, to give you some some context to it, it's about a boy named August. And he goes by Augie. He was born with a, a birth defect that basically both of his parents carried these two genes that they're fine. Like if one parent has has one, um, and the other doesn't, but if both parents have these particular sets of genes. And they this particular set of skills <laughs> diversity came to my mind. And if they if they um, they're in the same uh, child, then it causes a birth defect. And so he had a lot of deformities. He had about twenty seven surgeries. Oh. And when you see him as a kid, I want to say he's in fifth or sixth grade. Um, he's already gone through twenty seven surgeries to look how he looks already. And so it's really, I mean, if you if you kind of take that for face value and remove that from the context of the movie, it's really about finding a way to fit in, um, how everyone feels alone at some point. Everyone feels like they're, they stand out for some reason. He just happens to stand out from, from a very physical reason. Right. But I think that's why like it hit me from a very emotional part was, you know, being an only child and, you know, going through the life that, I lived, you know, growing up, like it's very easy to feel isolated, right? Mm-hmm. And so you kinda you see it through all aspects of their family. He has an older sister who, because of his brother's deformities, she's kind of taken a back seat to the family. Like she was four years old about the time when he was born. And so you see her side of the story where she's struggling to find out her own identity to the point where when she meets a new kid in high school when she's auditioning for like a, a drama performance. Um, this boy that kind of likes her says like, you know, he kind of mentions that he's an only child and she's like, Oh, so am I because she kind of felt that way that she wasn't only like she operated in her own kind of existence mm-hmm. because it wasn't about her. It was mostly about her brother. And so, but even like the parents are kind of going through it. The The dad's just trying to keep everyone together, keep everyone happy. Played by Owen Wilson. He didn't say wow at all oh, in this movie. man, missed opportunity. <laughs> and Julia Roberts plays the mom who up to this point had homeschooled um, Augie. Um, so why did they choose to put him in school? Well, this was really interesting. Um, and I kind of thought the same thing too because we both homeschool our kids. But she felt like at this point, because his, I guess to be blunt, his deformities aren't going to go away. His face is always going to look the way it does up to this point. Maybe it'll get a little bit better, but it's never, it's never going to be to where he just blends in. Right. So she wanted for him to start learning how to blend into society, kind of learn how to make friends, things like that at this point. And they, they portrayed it as going to school was the best way for him to do that. I know you and I would probably disagree. Like that's not the only way to do it. Yeah. But it, it, with the with the world that they were painting, like this was the best opportunity for him to figure out how to survive in the real world. And they definitely went through that. He, um, when he goes to school for the first time, like before the school semester started, he, there's three kids that kind of show him around and you kind of learn who the bully is, who a side character is, and who's going to be like kind of a tight character with him during that interaction. Um, but it was a really good, it was a really good story. It wasn't my, the reason why I didn't want to watch this movie is because sometimes these movies can come off really cheesy, mm-hmm. like Lifetime movies or Hallmark movies. Or like, like any movie written by Nicholas
1: Sparks. Yes. Basically, or any movie with Shalane <laughs> Well, those as, just, a, as a um, almost dying teen. Yeah. Those kind of movies. Yes.
0: Like Midnight Sun.
1: I can't go outside and stop <laughs> making these movies, dude.
0: Um, They come out really cheesy and miss a lot of, I think, good opportunity to just kind of dig in to your real emotion. Like there's a side character that is outside of the family named Miranda, who is um, the sister's best friend. Miranda. It, and they, they stop being friends in between... Um, the end of middle school the, between the summer of middle school and high school and you get to learn about her where her parents got divorced during the summer. She she went off to camp to earn money and while at camp she started bragging that she was the older sister that had a deformed little brother and became really popular because everyone wanted to find out about her brother and like find out about her life and so even though her life was, she took on somebody else's life in order mm-hmm. to forget about her own. and they even go into like they show her like taking care of her mom child's movie yeah they show her taking care of her mom and like her mom's like passed out on the couch after she drank like a whole bottle of wine there's a little bit of wine left in the glass they show her taking a drink out of the wine and so like you saw like how hard her life had gotten to that point um and so i thought that so it was realistic it was was, very realistic it wasn't like very like you said lifetime movie-ish kind of Painted with a
1: watercolor kind of thing, you know, it's yeah, like very this exactly. is what's going on, yeah, this is real emotion, it's yeah. what's what people would really do, kind of thing, yeah.
0: So, I thought uh, I would definitely recommend it. Um, it is definitely a tearjerker, especially if you have kids. And my wife said it it really
1: follows the book, yeah, pretty much to a T, yeah, so that's a good thing as well.
0: So, rec- I recommend it. Rick, what was the last movie you watched?
1: Rick recommends <laughs> that's the alliteration for you. Um, I alliteration
0: would <laughs> be three. No. Is it just, just two? Alliteration is just two. Okay.
1: Come on. I was I was going to be an English major. <laughs> Look how well that turned out, everybody. Um, yeah. So I watched like a whole bunch of movies recently because I'm on that Stubbs, AMC Stubbs A-List. Stubbs, when you need to get into a movie for free after paying for the <laughs> monthly cost. AMC Stubbs. <laughs> hey, um, AMC, why don't you throw us <laughs> some sponsorship? Throw us some Stubbs. Throw us some free, free membership. If
0: we could get amc and netflix sponsor this podcast my job is done we, we would reset you
1: know, it'd be great reset i just not have to pay for those two things so you
0: know? if any of you work for amc or netflix <laughs> like even if you're a concession stand operator at amc you let us know we need to know i now. want free popcorn
1: yes that's actually a good idea yeah <laughs> if you work at a theater just let us know so we get a free popcorn um so anyway, I'm going to I'm going to say the la- the movie I want to talk about is Peppermint. Now, this is a movie with Jennifer Garner, former Alias, former uh Mrs. Affleck. Oh, snap. <laughs> <laughs> I went there. You did. Do you know how Ben only dates Jennifers? Is that a thing? Did he only date Jennifers? Jennifer uh Lopez, Lopez. Jennifer Garner. Garner. Uh he's probably going to date Jennifer Lawrence. Lawrence. You never know. Um, anyway, it's a movie about... So Jennifer Garner, um, she's mother to one child, little girl, has a husband, you know, kind of like their life is okay. He's got a, you know, a mechanic job. She's got a job at like a law firm, or something, some little, you know, meal, office job, whatever. They're kind of scraping by, making it, you know, barely, just typical, you know, middle American family in 2018. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> so basically, um, her family is gunned down. I'm not going to tell you the circumstances because it doesn't matter. I'm not going to spoil this movie because I think you should watch it. I mean, it was a, you know, this is the type of movie that we get with, if you watch The Punisher uh, TV show or Equalizer or John Wick, right? Or it's face a, Off. Yeah, or Face. No, not like Face Off. It's a revenge movie. Face Okay, it's off. a shush up. It's a revenge movie. Um, So basically, um, her family gets gunned down. She tries to get the people that did it convicted. Everybody's corrupt and they go free. And so she kind of has maybe a little psychotic breakdown and she flees um, and disappears for like five years. Then the people that committed this murder start turning up dead (laughs) and in gruesome ways. And so come to find out, yeah, she's back, you know, and she's, all she's been doing is training in order to take these guys out. And so it's a typical, like
0: T2 Sarah Connor.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, a lot like it, you know, and I mean, you know, we already know Jennifer Garner can do action. Right. Because she's the alias. Um, Whereas like, uh, Linda Hamilton's Sarah Connor is very gritty, Mm -hmm. right? Jennifer, Jennifer Garner is not gritty. She's not a gritty person, you know. Even in Alias, she wasn't gritty. She was tough. She's a spy, but but not gritty. You know, what, you know what I'm saying? Like, she was still very—I don't want to say delicate seeming, but that's what it, I got the vibe of. You know, because it was the same in Alias. Like, you could take Alias and just put her in this movie. It's Sydney Bristow in this movie, okay. basically. Um, but she's a little more tough, right? And awesome. And she's definitely a BA. Like she's kicking butt. And Is it in. believable? No, not okay. at all. Not even a little bit, <laughs> not even a little bit believable <laughs> that somebody who was a housewife before this, um, maybe or not some- a housewife. No, like an office worker went and trained for five years to do this and was so off the grid that nobody could find her, even though the FBI was straight. Like all this, like maybe I, not that she isn't believable in what she's doing, but the story and plot are totally not believable. And maybe 10 years there was no amount of time where they would not find her and it doesn't like some of them some of the things she does are really dumb mistakes and it's it's but it's it's an it's an entertaining film for sure if you suspend disbelief on certain things and i think that's why a lot of people had a problem okay. with this movie is okay. that it wasn't believable um, i think it lacked a lot of emotion and heart honestly and they failed to capitalize on the fact that she was protecting skid row and that they not worshiped her but they Idolized her because they made a mural to her and everything. They kind of so she skipped. kind of became the Robin Hood. Yeah, but they didn't character. really talk about that as much. It was more. It was it, like she just came into the country. Okay, here's the thing: she like just came into the country and they already have a mural painted of her, like within a couple of months. Basically. Has she done anything? Like, but doesn't talk about what she did. Yeah. So there's there's all these plot holes and different things missing that kind of don't make sense and it, it, that throws everything off. Um, and I think the twist in the movie was stupid i didn't like it it didn't it didn't make sense and it wasn't explained properly ever i mean at least not to me when i was watching it it didn't make any oops that's okay it was empty uh didn't make any sense and was never explained properly so i i say this is like a mediocre film um i i'm glad i didn't pay for the movie so once it comes on netflix watch the movie (laughs) that's what i would
0: say you still think it's enjoyable though
1: yeah like the action sequences are pretty cool there's some pretty cool fight scenes you know with her and then the the antagonist uh, there's a lot of them there's a lot of antagon- I mean yeah. there's a lot of thugs that she's mowing down um I, I you know I think there's a little bit of tension there but she's so superhumany sometimes that I'm just like okay she's gonna be fine yeah uh so that's another thing too is like I don't I don't know you know
0: is her daughter named peppermint and that's why she goes by peppermint or? no
1: Um I don't remember what her name, daughter's name is. Maybe Patty, peppermint Ooh. Patty. Yeah, who knows, dude. But um, she says she, her daughter likes peppermint ice cream.
0: I don't. I don't know what. what, what you're really mean? selling it. You're yeah, really, no, I'm selling, it. Sell you're really selling. I'm not trying to sell I'm not
1: trying to say like it's an amazing film. Like I'm just saying it's if you like if you like revenge movies, you'll like this movie. Okay, plain right. I mean, and simple. But you're not going to be like, man, I got to watch that. You know, because um, like recently I watched it. was like I compared it to Equalizer two. Equalizer two had okay. no, had no heart. Yeah, it was just a John Wick two had no heart. Man, it was just a typical. But this is the first one. Yeah, and it already went in that vein, so it didn't stand out against anything else that I would have okay. seen. So
0: yeah. All right. Before we go, womp, womp, womp. I feel like there's one and there's one really great, not necessarily fight scene, but one that I didn't. I thought about talking about as we were getting set to record. And I completely forgot out. the Expendable series. I've never seen it. You've never seen any of the Expendable series? Nope. So they don't appeal to me at all. Okay. So I'm going to change your mind right now.
1: And I'm going to go out to a, a campus with that sign. Expendables <laughs> does
0: not appeal to me. Change my mind. So first of all, if you've seen any 80s movie, 80s, 90s action movie, and you enjoyed them, you will love these movies. Secondly, in the very first movie, Jean-Claude Van Damme is the villain. We know how
1: much I love Jean-Claude Van Damme.
0: The name that they give this character in Sylvester Stallone's infinite wisdom is Villan. And at the end of the fight scene, there's, of course, a fight between Jean- Jean-Claude Van Damme as Villain and Sylvester Stallone as, I don't know, Mr. Expendable or whatever. don't remember his name. Um, he's knocked him down on the ground. And he's like, get up, villain. Get up. His name is villain. And he's telling him to get up. Oh,
1: gosh. Um, I don't <laughs> even want to talk about this anymore. Uh, I do want to talk about a couple of things, though. Um, Anchorman in the, the fight scene between all
0: the anchormen classic it is, it is classic it's so good. it is classic, classic. as classic. much as i hate that movie that fight scene You watch that. And fight and scene. Seen that fight? i will watch the fight scene i'll watch it over here. the second
1: one was a little a little much i still watch it every now and then but the first one was classic i killed a man with a trident anyway <laughs> the first one is great and i know we're gonna get flack for having no matrix fight scenes yeah um because that subway fight scene is pretty awesome i have to mention it because it is pretty awesome i mean think about it it's it's the first time where he recognizes his power and he goes toe to toe with the agent which is something no one's ever done before i agree thinking about it now i was like man that is an amazing fight scene because they're watching it on a little screen and they're like oh and yeah. they're watching the little doodles <laughs> they, they can see <laughs> the little the japanese sushi yeah. orders oh, that's so because that's what it <laughs> is, <laughs> is the dumbest thing ever we need to we need to do a show about the matrix
0: the matrix language i believe is sushi recipes
1: is it yes we need to do a show about the matrix
0: okay yeah one episode yeah. just
1: talk about all of it all of it yeah put it all in a blender and mix it up because they're making they're supposedly making a new one so yeah we need to talk which about
0: it. i don't think it holds the test of time anyways well, fight me
1: yeah come you got. to now you gotta listen there's a little cliffhanger not really <laughs> but you're gonna listen anyway because maybe should,
0: episode 50 will be made no. no it'll be before that
1: episode yeah it's gonna be amazing maybe <laughs> Depend, it is going to be amazing. It depends
0: on if we remember to actually find something. We will,
1: and there's going to be a birthday, finally again. You know what? Happy birthday, John Claude Van Damme. I don't know <laughs> when your birthday is, but happy birthday to you because you're amazing. And now I'm going to go watch Bloodsport um, and a whole bunch of other fights. It, you know, a good fight scene should make you want to get up and punch somebody in the face. That's what I say. Don't punch. Don't me in do face. that. Don't <laughs> punch anybody. I'm not going to punch you, and I'm not going to punch my children or my wife. <laughs> So I think we're cool. There. Don't punch my wife. I don't, okay, I won't punch your wife or your children either. In fact, I will not punch any person living in this house. I think that solves the problem. I don't have pets, so I'm not going to punch them. But they would also live in this house. But I said person. You did say person. I said that specifically because yeah. if I had a pet, nope. <laughs> nope, I forget. Hey, some, where should they email us, Jose? If you want to email, you email your complaints to my animal cruelty, uh, it's going to get stupid at gmail.com. Or tweet
0: us at IGTGS show. Or you can face the books at facebook.com slash. It's going to get stupid. Give us some grams at it's going to get stupid. (laughs)
1: Look, if you are a law enforcement officer, we're talking about Instagram. Uh,
0: (laughs) This whole podcast is a way to move drugs. (laughs) Asterisk. He's joking.
1: Yes. Yes. Definitely joking. Um, Hit up our website at www. it's going to get stupid. Don't, wait, www. don't forget that dot, because then it won't go anywhere. <laughs> www. it's going to get stupid at gmail.com.
0: What am I talking about? No. Or don't forget it. You'll, or, you'll find out where it's at. Or don't leave worry. us a voicemail. Leave us a message at 281-698-7538.
1: Now go fight. <laughs>